This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kalb, wealth management advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983 on Spring Street in Nevada City. Rick, K-A-L-B dot com. Gary, it's been a month or so since we last spoke up. What did the Federal Reserve policymakers decide to do with interest rates this week? And in your view, why did they make that decision? Well, Paul, it's nice to be back. Uh, Yes, the Fed's monetary policy decision last week was mainly to continue to leave the short-term or overnight interbank interest rate that they target uh, unchanged. And that was, you know, I think based on continued progress and slowing inflation while the economy continued to expand and labor markets remained pretty robust. So, you know, that's all good news uh, from my perspective. And that was what likely helped also the stock market to respond with an upturn. So, you know, I think it's also important that 17 of the 19 Federal Reserve uh, meeting participants are projecting that the Fed will be lowering its target interest rate in 2024. Uh, Most were projecting three reductions, and that would lower the Fed's, you know, target rate from the roughly five and a quarter to five and a half percent range that it is now down to, you know, four and a half to four and three quarters percent range. Um, So that would be good news for the economy. Um, you know, and that those decisions, I think, were data driven with the overall inflation rate slowing with the economy, at, you know, in the full employment range and with policymakers expecting the economy to, to grow about 2.6 percent at an annual rate for the entire year 2023. You know, that's that's good news. That's, you know, faster than they expect the economy to grow in the longer run. You know, so good news. So, Gary, what's the big takeaway from the, this information? Well, Paul, I think the Fed's decision to hold rates unchanged this week um, and to start the discussion about when and how fast rates may fall next year you know, reflects the fact that the economic data that we use to evaluate the national economic performance has been better than most of us expected this year, and especially recently with a very strong third quarter growth. Well, exactly how fast did the economy grow in the third quarter? Well, the growth rate forecasts for the quarter ending in October were actually very uh, close to uh, the actual growth rate um, the, the, in the most recently revised number we've seen, and they were also very high. The U.S. economy's output measured by real or inflation-adjusted gross domestic product, or GDP, um, grew at a very rapid 5.2% annual rate in the third quarter, and that's you know way above the average growth rate for the economy. Um, of you know, that's typically about you know one right close to two percent um you know and over the past four quarters real gdp has already expanded at about three percent uh at an annual rate you know again well above average so you know and growth occurred in most of the key key sectors of the economy um spending was strong uh, growth in services and goods um industrial output was up um, government spending was strong um Private inventory investment, which in this case was a, a reflect strength, um, was good. So again, lot lots of um, positive indicators coming from the economy. Well, Gary, let's look to the future. Uh, do you expect the economy to continue to grow as rapidly in 2024? And should we be expecting another really strong year? 
<laughs> oh, Paul, I thought you might ask that. I, I've looked at several forecasts recently. One is the consensus blue chip economic forecast, which is based on a panel of about 50 forecasts and forecasters. And the other is the Atlanta Fed's GDP now estimate that's online and is based on the latest available economic data. Um, and both have been lowered in recent weeks, but they're still projecting growth, you know, a little over 1% at an annual rate for the fourth quarter. And the Fed policymakers are giving a projection for the whole year of 2024 that the economy would slow to about a 1.4% annual rate. So, um, you know, growth, but slower. Um, you know, on the positive side, there's a, a National Association of Business Economics uh, survey of their business economists, and three out of four of the business economists are now expecting the Fed will be able to engineer what economists are referring to as a soft landing for the economy, where it slows and inflation falls, but it doesn't drive the economy into a recession. So, you know, that that's a very good news. And, you know, is real improvement to the 2024 economic um, outlook. So, yeah. Well, so the economy is still growing, but what has been happening with the inflation statistics? Uh, do the key overall inflation numbers show that overall inflation is falling as the Fed would like to see, or just holding steady or maybe rising? Well, Paul, among the better news that's emerging uh, from the recent measures of inflation is evidence that the, the those key measures, consumer price index, personal consumption expenditure index, um, for the overall inflation rate for the economy have continued to decline towards the towards the Fed's two percent inflation goal. They're not there yet, um, but you know, remember that the you know, I guess. It's important also to remember that the national inflation rate, overall national inflation rate, doesn't necessarily show how inflation affects each of us. That's going to depend on whether our incomes are rising with inflation and how much we spend, what we spend it on, and so forth. Um, still, the, the fact that the overall national inflation rate statistics uh, are coming down gives policymakers a good understanding of how you know inflation is moving and changing the, the trend there, and it's been falling, and it's you know now down to around the three percent annual rate. And that's, you know, again, a little lower than Fed policymakers were projecting for the year in 2023 when they uh, made their projections a year ago. Um, they're now looking at roughly 2.8% for 2023. Um, the business economist survey is, you know, looking at 2.4% inflation for 2024. So, you know, good news on the inflation front so far. Okay, Gary, how about the labor markets? In October, the unemployment rate rose well uh paul the overall unemployment rate you know did rise slightly in october from 3.8 percent to 3.9 percent of the civilian labor force but there's a lot of movement in these series and you know that that's a small increase it's probably not significant um you know however the the good news is that the november unemployment rate that was released at the end of last week showed that the unemployment rate fell to only 3.7% in November. And, you know, again, most economists consider around 4% to be full employment for our economy. So that's, you know, good news. Well, Gary, also the economy didn't add nearly as many jobs in October as it had in previous months. Is that a bad sign for the labor market? Well, the economy added you know, certainly fewer payroll jobs in October, only 150,000 than it had been in adding. Um, but the November increase in payroll jobs released last Friday um, jumped back up to almost 
200,000 new jobs. So again, you know, with the unemployment remate, rate remaining low and the economy still adding jobs, 200,000 is a pretty rapid pace. Um, that's, again, overall good news from the labor markets. One more question, Gary. Uh, how would you sum up the Fed's decision based on falling inflation? Also, the continued tight labor market and continued growth in the GDP. Well, Paul, I, I think you just provided all the reasons why the Fed held their target interest rate steady this week. And it looks like we should begin to see the Fed, you know, lowering its target interest rates, you know, next year, should those, you know, economic trends continue. Um, you know, and I should note that uh, the market for U.S. Treasury debt um, interest rates have, had already been falling uh, with the as the inflation numbers had come down and the economy held up. Um, and even mortgage rates are down somewhat in recent weeks. So, there's, you know, a lot of lot of good news out there. Well, Gary, uh, I'll give you a call in a couple of weeks and we'll see if the good news continues. <laughs> well, I hope so, Paul. Thank you. You bet. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco and is currently a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria. He teaches courses in economics and finance.